Hello, welcome to this 365-day devotional titled Into His Marvelous Light. This is brought to you by a peculiar people with Elizabeth Adebadjo as young girl. This month's theme is My God Who Provides For Me. Understanding our relationship with God cannot be complete without understanding God's ways in taking care of us and his true intentions for us on this earth. We may have had some misunderstandings or misconceptions about God's understanding of wealth, of riches, and of um, provision. But by the time we are done with this month's study, I hope that we have more clarity, more direction, and we are more in line with God's plans for us and the resources that he has trusted us with. Hello, today we'll be reading from the book of First Kings from chapter 17 verse 7 to 16. But after a while, the book dried up, for there was no rainfall anywhere in the land. Then the Lord said to Elijah, Go and live in the village of Zarephath, near the city of Sidon. I have instructed a widow there to feed you. So he went to Zarephath. As he arrived, at the gates of the village, he saw a widow gathering sticks, and he asked her, Would you please bring me a little water in a cup? As she was going to get it, he called to her, Bring me a bite of bread too. But she said, I swear by the Lord your God that I don't have a single piece of bread in the house, and I have only a handful of flour left in the jar and a little cooking oil in the bottom of the jug. As I was just gathering a few sticks to cook this last meal, and then my son and I will die. But Elijah said to her, Don't be afraid. Go ahead and do just what you've said, but make a little bread for me first. Then use what's left to prepare a meal for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord said. There will always be flour and olive oil left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and the crops grow again. So she did as Elijah said. And she and Elijah and her family continued to eat for many days. There was always enough flour and olive oil left in the containers, just as the Lord had promised through Elijah. So I woke up this morning and I was thinking, where would I study this morning? Like which passage in the Bible would I go to 
to read more about God. And while I was still in bed, I mean, within a minute of me opening my eyes, this scripture dropped in my heart. Honestly, I didn't expect such a very instant response. So I believe that there's something, there's something very particular here for us this morning. As this scripture dropped in my heart, so many, so many, so many teachings and sermons that I had listened to, I had sat under over the years came filtering into my head. Different, different topics entirely, like so many, so many um, messages from this passage. I think I would just speak on two briefly so that we will not waste our time will be done on time the first one being that if you are on God's assignment he would always always take extra care of you in my language is one of God's names it means the one who sends a child on a mission and backs him fully with his chest like if he sends you he's going with you literally that's what it translates to and that's what we see here with Elijah in this passage there was this situation in the land the brook dried up and there was no rainfall anywhere and God told Elijah particularly go and live in this village near the city I have instructed a widow there to feed you at that point Elijah must keep going Elijah must not go hungry Elijah must not die Elijah must complete the assignment that is at hand and God will make sure that it carries him to the end. If you are struggling with some things, take a step back and ask yourself, is God with me on this journey? This thing that I have put my hands into, this area that I have ventured into, is God with me on this journey? Is he with me or am I just going on my own and running ahead of myself? Because trust me, trust me, a journey where God is with you, he will take care of you. You will feel peace. Even if everywhere is turning upside down, even if things are not working well, there's struggle everywhere. You might encounter those things, but you feel inner peace, peace with yourself and peace with everything around you. Peace such that you can be calm and be level-headed and think things through and see solutions even in the midst of chaos. That kind of peace. People could have been panicking. Food, you see, when Elijah got there, the widow self was saying, oh, 
she wants to cook her last meal so that she and her son will die and everything. I'm sure that I've never ever crossed Elijah's mind at that time. He never chopped like he has not eaten. But for some reason, it wasn't even considering, oh, I will never get food again. Let me just eat this last one from whoever gives me and go and die. No. He wouldn't get to that state of giving up on everything because he's on a mission where he he's with God. So that's the first thing I wanted to discuss with you today. That if you are on a mission with God, if you are useful in God's hands, if you are following through with what he has asked you to do, if you speak with him before you venture into things and tells you go ahead, if you seek his opinion before you do. see, David asked him, Should I pursue? Will I overtake? And God said, Go. If David did not overtake that day, something have something is wrong. Like it's okay to hold God and say, Alpha guy, you told me that I would overtake. Is your word not true? And that has never been seen in the scriptures. His word is always true. So if God is with you on a mission, if God is with you in a journey, then you can rest assured. You can rest assured. The second thing I wanted to discuss with you is that you see that vi- that widow that gave to God's assignment and she benefited from associating with God. She had only a handful of flour left and a little cooking oil in the bottom of the jug. And when she partnered with God, she was sustained. Like, I just sustained, sustained. It didn't run dry. God had said that until he sends rain and crops grow again, that you will continue to have flour and oil. You will continue to have flour and oil. And trust me, if God's prophets are passing through there, God will continue sending them to us because actually they give them food. She's the one that is actually giving them food, taking care of them, the resources that are in her hand. When God asks for it, she willingly lets them go. I hope you can learn something from that. There's, there are two things that um, always come to my mind whenever I remember this thing. One sermon that said, the first lesson, one sermon where the minister said, sometimes we struggle for the wrong things. We struggle to do things that are not even in our life's like purpose and fulfillment of destiny or whatever and we get frustrated when it doesn't work out for instance you've been applying for an international passport and to this particular country you've gotten denied it's not working out but imagine if god actually sent you on an assignment that elizabeth go to Dubai 
and go and preach the good news for me. I have an assignment for you there. Do you think that I will go and apply for Dubai visa and I will not get it? Even if heaven will have to touch the earth, eh, that visa will be released because God's hand is in it. So whenever you are struggling with life, take a step back and realign yourself with God's purpose for you. Take a step back and realign yourself with God's plans for you. He might not send you on an assignment to a particular place, but the one that you are doing, have you spoken with him about it? God, I want to apply for this job. God, I want to apply to this school. I want to study this course. And hear what he has to say about it. Involve God in your life. Involve him in your life. A journey where God is with you, you have everything. The second thing I always remember when I think about this message is that there was something that... (laughs) My friends and I used to joke about on campus. It was a joke, but there's a lot of truth in it. Talking about, um, ah, God has asked me to do this thing, or like, I I must be rich. <laughs> that sounds funny, right? But but here's like here's where the uh, joke came from. Like, if you have been um, useful in the hands of God you get trusted with more like it's it's progressive it's uh, study the scriptures study Christians study every everything like the way God relates with humans it's progressive you start with Two talents has become four talents. You start with five talents, it's become ten talents because you, when you were at the two talents, it it um worked out fine. You used it as expected, and then he trusts you with more. And God is building people, people to work for his kingdom. God is building people that are following his instructions closely. God is building people that are very, very pivotal to the spread of the good news. How do you be how do you become one of those people that are entrusted with God's resources that you don't take it all for yourself that you are willing to let go of it remembering that you are just a steward that when his people are in need he can always rely on you he can always trust on you that my daughter go and meet her she will feed you my daughter go and meet her she will give you what you need. My daughter, when you reach that land, she will stand for you. 
can you be that person for God? Can you just be that person for God? And trust me, trust me, what he said to the widow in this passage will be the same for you. Your oil will never run dry. Your flour will never dry out. Like, it will not be empty at all. At all. At all. Because there's something you say here that God is not going to come, like, right now and feed you. If God is not going to just drop down from heaven and give you the money that you need to pay your fees or whatever. He's going to use people. He's going to use people. And he's going to use people that he trusts. That when the resources get to them, that they would not hoard it. They wouldn't take everything for themselves. They won't be greedy. They won't be stingy with it. Let us live a life of generosity. A life that gives a life that is filled with God's love in our heart. <sighs> thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for today's message. We thank you for this reminders. We thank you that we have learned a lot from you, Father. We ask that you help us to live a life of generosity. We ask that you help us to walk in your plans, to involve you in our lives. We ask that you help us to do the things that you want us to do. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We love you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. This is the longest episode I have recorded so far. I didn't want to break it into two different episodes but now that i think about it maybe i should have because this is like 20 minutes (laughs) so yes have a nice day don't forget to share with as many people as you can bye